What's up, y'all? I'm your host, Sensei NK, and you're listening to Sensink. Alright, so here's a new episode. Thank y'all for blowing up my last one. <laughs> so yeah, I'm with my ho- with my guest. I'm KPLS. And she does music. I sing R&B. I guess somebody tried to tell me it was like pop. Some I don't know something like that. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell by her voice, it's kind of like kind of smooth. But, <laughs> yeah, she was my first female guest, so. Really? Yeah. So I was breaking kind of grounds, breaking grounds. All right, so tell me about your journey. Well, um, I started, well, I used to sing as like a little kid. Like, I went to this fair and I was like six. Yeah, I think I was like five or six with my dad. And like it was like this like karaoke stage, right? Oh, shit. Yep. And then um, I was like, Dad, Dad, like, <laughs> like, let me sing, let me go up there, let me go up there. He was like, Are you sure? Because you know, like, there's like a crowd of people, and yeah. like, this was at the fair in like Blaine, I think. Okay. Yeah, it was like years ago. And then I was like, I was like, Dad, Dad, please. And then he was like. Right. <laughs> and then he was like, what song that you want to sing? And I said, <laughs> Alicia Keys, I Keep Falling, you know? Okay. And then he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go up there and like, I like kind of vividly, like, this is one of the only things I really like remember from my childhood that was like a good thing. Like... I remember exactly what this lady looks like, like the host. <laughs> like, she was heavier, so she was a white lady. And I just, like, remember singing. I didn't know none of the words except for, ah, <laughs> Like, that was the only thing, like, like I was like, yeah. But then as soon as that, I kept, like, man, I That's was on point with that. I keep on falling, though. And, like... My dad told me, like, he remembered, like, seeing, like, how, like, I just, like, wanted to go up there and, like, sing. And, like, he realized, like, dang, like, she low-key, like, gonna be a star when she older. And now it's, like, crazy because I low-key be nervous about everything now and, like, be having, like, like scared to go on stage. It's totally different. Wait, are you naturally, like, outgoing? Yeah, I am. But... <laughs> Honestly, like, my personality has changed a lot, to be honest, like, due to, like, a lot of, like, things that has happened in, like, the past year, so, like, I kind of have, like, I am, and I still am, you know, like, I'm not afraid to, like, speak, but, like, now I'm just more, like, I don't really speak as much as I did before, because I used to, I was annoying, I'm not going to lie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel it, because growing up, I used to be always talking, and people say, you're so, so anno- annoying, just, and just like, close your mouth, and I was like, oh, word, and then I just stopped talking for like a good minute. But I've always been pretty, like, rebellious, like, I was a badass kid, like, in preschool, I got expelled from all New Horizons, like, I couldn't go to none of them, because I tore up the... <laughs> Why? <laughs> I tore up the dean's office, and they had it on um, video camera. I showed it to my mom. Oh, that's a whooping. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Multiple. I had to do, man, and I was like two, three years old, and I was cussing out teachers and everything. 
But then I moved to Cambridge and that totally changed. Oh, okay. Wait, where are you from in the beginning? Um, I lived in like North Side. Like I lived off of Emerson for a long time. I've lived in Crystal. Okay. Like okay. I've lived in multiple areas, but I originally like originally when I was first born, I lived in Cambridge where my mom had lived for like her whole like years. And then when she had me after like a year having me, she moved down to like the cities. And then, you know, I was a bad kid and then I moved back up to Cambridge with all the white folks and best <laughs> believe I started acting right. <laughs> Is it okay? Is that what kind of like shaped you having your parents like separated? <laughs> um, my parents were like, I never knew them to be together. Like, okay. my dad was in like he played sports. He did like D one hooping. Oh. Yeah, and then like my mom like was here, so and she was a nurse, so. Um. Mm. But to be honest, like. It was never a thing that really, like, upset me, if that makes sense. Like Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, you know, when, like, kids, when, like, their parents aren't together and it really bothers them, you know? Like, it just never really bothered me like that. Mm. Like, but that's because my dad always still took care of me, though, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like anything I wanted, I had, you know? I was kind of spoiled in that sense, but... Also, I didn't see him for a while either. How was it like staying in Minnesota, like trying to get your name out? Really hard because in Minnesota, people don't jump on a bandwagon unless like somebody vouches uh, for you. No, or just unless like somebody else hears it or does yeah. it. You know, like. Nobody really has a mind of their own here, and that's why I, like, literally am always, like, by myself, because it's, like, it's really irritating being around people that can't really have a mind of their own, and it's, I mean, like, not saying that that's everybody here, you know, because I do meet, you know, a lot of people that do have a mind of their own, but I'm just saying, like, for our, our age group, the majority of people, you know, don't really think for themselves it's a, it's always a trend it's 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 always the cloud it's always you know <laughs> like and it is a lot of people i know left and got really big for who yes like my friend novian but he kind of had a name for himself here um I always be going blank <laughs> when people ask me questions. Oh, yeah, I, I feel, I feel. But one thing that I realized about like living in Minnesota is nobody wants you to succeed mm-hmm. because they feel like because nobody actually like believes in their own self. So to actually go past and like grind their own thing, yeah. so everyone like try to bring down everyone else. Yeah, I like under. I mean, for like the whole not believing in yourself thing you know i kind of feel like sometimes you know your parents can be a really big part of that oh yeah because i remember when i withdraw from from college after i had surgery and i didn't like want to go back and like i remember like the speeches I got, <laughs> like the whole like feeling disowned because oh, yeah. I didn't want to go back to school and I wanted to do music was like crazy. Like 
it's horrible. So I feel like sometimes, you know, your parents can be your worst enemy in terms of, you know, you feeling what you can and can't do. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's fair. So it's kind of tough going your own route. Have, like, who's, like, been on your corner, you'd say? I mean, my family. Oh, okay. But at the same time... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where'd you go to school? College. High school, then college. Okay, I went to Cambridge, Isani, for high school. In my last year of high school, I actually did full-time um, PSEO. PSEO. So right. I um, wasn't at my high school at all. I went to Anoka Ramsey for that year. Okay. And then I transferred to Concordia for my actual like first year of college, even though like it wasn't my first year. Okay. And then that's... I was at Concordia for... Three weeks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was there for three weeks, but I but I got sick again. Oh, okay. I've been sick though, but I got sick. I had another surgery, and then I just didn't want to go back because that school was just too much drama, too much bullshit. It was like high school all over again. Why? I I don't know. It's just like the people that go there are like very childish. Oh. And, like, I remember our first day at orientation. <laughs> like, what? I felt like a little ass kid at our, like, we had a scavenger hunt that was, like, <laughs> nah, but it was, like, it was, like, the wackest things. And then we had curfew at midnight. In college? Yeah. We had curfew. That's weird. And, well, it was, like, it's a Christian school. Well, yeah, it's a Christian school. <laughs> I'm just saying though, like they just made you feel this like you were some little kids. Oh, you feel me? Like I, I didn't pay eight thousand a semester to live somewhere <laughs> to not do whatever I want to do. Like, yeah. come on now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, and are you gonna go back? Hell no! I still owe them like five thousand dollars, even though they told me that um, my debt was refunded. Because I had surgery and it was like a medical withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah, they held me. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's crazy though? My aunts had went there and they told me like, don't go there. But you know, my dumb ass. But I'm finna do. Go there. <laughs> yeah, so... Were you always against school? No. I actually was going to school for uh, rheumatology. What's that? Um, it's a doctor that specializes in autoimmune. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What made you go that, down that road? Because I got sick with that shit a long time ago, and I was like, hella doctors just didn't know shit, you know? It's <laughs> like, how y'all went through all this schooling, and I'm diagnosing myself. <laughs> like, come on, man. So, you know, I was like, no. But honestly, I could be like Kanye West, you know? Like, get my... See, don't make that face. Okay, let me hear it. Let me hear it. (laughs) He got his doctorate after his music career. A lot of people, after they go for, like, their dreams, get, you know, what they wanted. Who else? I I think Shaq did too, right? Shaq, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. See, he's saying, like... You know, don't let nobody try to tell you some of that whole, um, 
you gotta go to school first you gotta go to school will always be there okay but your hopes and dreams will go and pass you by for real okay okay do you is your music is it profitable yet have i made off of it yeah like, yeah okay, that's, that's good when's your next show um august 12th at 7th street um, I'm headlining with Baby Shell, Peter Stone, um, Tech is DJing, Wiz is hosting, um, there's another girl named, um, her name's so hard to pronounce, <laughs> hold on, I feel so bogus, but like her name is like super hard. River, I don't know how to say her last name. It's horrible. How how would you say that? Wow, never mind. I don't. Uh, River, River Y, River Y. Why? Yeah, I'm just gonna River Y. Um, that definitely <laughs> is not that. Okay, it's Y V H I K V. River Y V H I. I'm horrible. She's. I feel like such a bitch right now. <laughs> I feel like such a bitch. How much is tickets? Um, ten dollars. Doors open at seven. It's eighteen plus. Um, not I. I didn't have control over that, but you know, all ages be you know be a little rowdy. Um, and it's at Seventh Street entry. All right, so y'all heard that? Pull up. I might be there. Some slight, some slight. <laughs> hey, how's the music game compared to like, um, like male versus female? Is there a difference? Oh, oh, if I had a dollar for every time a nigga has done some fuck shit in the music industry, whether it's producers, videographers, rappers, singers, just anybody, I would be making the profit off my EP <laughs> like for real like it's it's horrible and especially here like people think their little drop of clout is like everything like it's just crazy how men act when they got a big head and I don't be going for none of that I'm oh, sorry they were trying to make you bust for the, for the game, basically. No, it don't even be that. Like men just think you're stupid and don't know shit. Oh wow. Like I engineer my own music. <laughs> like that's what's up. That's what's up. Like I'm always in the studio by myself, and I'm just now starting to you know try to not do that because I'm starting to get too comfortable with being by myself. So I'm trying to you know work with people and work in the studio with other people. But, you know, dudes don't really think that you know anything. It's kind of crazy. Like, I was taught of everything by my dad, you know? Like, I had the key before niggas knew I had the key, you <laughs> feel me? So, like, and that's what I, everything, you know, I've had the key. I've had it before they thought I had it or even had the thought of me having it. Like, it's just crazy how men just think they're so superior in so many ways so you damn near just fighting for yourself the whole game back huh hmm? you just fighting for yourself like trying to get your own name out there yeah recording for yourself I, I don't let i don't let a man do shit for me nothing like i just 
when you grow up with the feeling of things that have been done for you and they're being you know I did this I did this you know like you start to be like all right bet so since you did this and it was such a problem I'm gonna do it myself next time and then you start to have the that mentality throughout everything you know uh, folks hold it over your head yeah so you know so now i'm like i'm just like that and that's kind of probably why my dating life is so hard <laughs> <laughs> because you know i don't want nobody to do shit for me and like sometimes it's really hard to get to let loose of those reins yeah because after you know you start to see things and like go through things you start to tighten up those reins and it's really hard to like loosen it up you feel me do you think you're ever gonna get back in a relationship game (laughs) (laughs) how this generation looking is looking tight it's looking real tight like I'm just there's just some things that I just just hate and what's your pet peeves? Uh in like general or Shit, like I guess or just like mm, ignorance. Mm. That is definitely my well, one of my biggest pet peeves. On top of like grown people acting childish how so how so like i've kind of grown up really fast um you know just because of like my life you know and it just really bothers me when grown people just be doing some childish ass shit like whether it's online telling everybody they business Putting their kids on blast online. Putting their kids? Yes. Embarrassing your kids online. Like, or just in general, like, treating their, you know, kids. You know, a lot of black households, you know, be traumatizing. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's just the product of not growing up with things. Not being, not being able to give your kids what you truly want to give them. So that turns you into being uh, not spiteful, but like angry with yourself. And you end up being angry towards your kids. Yeah, and I feel like that's why I'm so like particular on like... You gotta be more doing things with purpose, you know? A purposeful life. Living life, not regretting anything. Because, you know... I feel like that's what causes a lot of spitefulness with your children, especially if you've had them young. Mm. Do you regret anything? There are a few things I regret. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I feel like every human, you know, like I'm not perfect. Like every human has something that they regret. But, you know, I try to live life, you know, trying not to. Regret, regret. You, you, you know, as least amount of regret as possible, you know, like oh. not just like not caring. I don't, you know, I might, you know, like get like drunk or something, be like, well, if I might regret this in the morning, <laughs> like hell no, nah. what? No, nah, mm. yeah, 
don't know if that makes sense or not. I no. sometimes just be rambling. No, I feel it. It's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That means if relationships are removed from your energy, if they don't, yeah, they don't sense for you. Um, what puts energy back into you? That's the thing. That, you know what? <sighs> Great point. Like, I don't get a lot of energy put back into me. And, like, my mom just told me, like, a week ago she's like you know you've turned really cold (laughs) and it's like because you know I'm a giver always have been I give 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 and a lot of times I don't feel like the energy I give is getting put back out so eventually what does somebody do they get drained you know when you give love and happiness out you would want you know it to be put back back in and like I don't really get that so it kind of feels like I live in kind of like a cold-ass, dark world. <laughs> like, it just feels so cold. It's just so, like, not, you know, of love. Which kind of sucks. Because I'm such a lovey-dovey-ass person. You feel me? Yeah. So, like... Mm. But then I be by myself a lot, too. And I would say it started off on purpose. Because I wanted to stop being a person that needed to be with people all the time, you know? Oh, okay. So I wanted to be more independent. Yeah. Now I'm super independent. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not hearing shit from nobody, you know? That's like, good, I'm that's good. I'm super independent. But now, I know why successful black women be lonely. <laughs> you know what? Hey, no, Wait. really, though, because, you know, I have been told from hella men, you know, you're too independent. You you have to let, let a man be a, a man, but a man should never be controlling. That's not being a man. So, like, I just, I I do see why now. See, because at first I'm just like. Nah, y'all captain. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, now I'm kind of, you know, I'm a reflector. I reflect a lot. But people don't know this. Like, I probably have thought of some shit that before they even thought of asking me. I always think about everything. I'm a thinker. I'm an overthinker. So, like, I feel like that's why I've always had a hard time with uh, with authority, you know? Because most of the time, the things that they tell me, I have already been through. Or the things that they are trying to teach me or lecture me on, I have already thought of and have already, you lectured like, your damn self on I it. have already lectured my damn self on it. So, I feel like that's the reason why dating is really hard. <laughs> have you tried meditation to put energy back into you? You know what? Everybody keeps telling me I should do that. It's helpful. That's why. I have a really hard time relaxing. I work, 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 work. I'm always on the go, always on the move. So it's really hard for me to, like, relax. So you don't have days off? I do. Ah, yeah. But it's just kind of, like... 
go to a water park. I love swimming, but everything got E. coli in it now. Like the hell. You're positively negative. I know. <laughs> it's like I don't even try to be negative. I just be try to be like realistic, but I feel like that kind of gets annoying sometimes. Being too serious, but then I'm not too serious at the same time. I'm only serious to people that like I'm not really close with because mm-hmm. I create a boundary just naturally. I naturally wasn't like that. Oh, okay. You know, you you become that way from experiences, you feel me? So, if I'm not really close, I have a boundary. And that's why people say I'm really aggressive. Wow. You have a lot of personality. I know. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm a true Taurus. I'm a true Taurus, for sure. When's your birthday? May 10th. May, April 27th. Mm, you're Taurus, too. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Everyone say we're angry. Yeah. <laughs> like what? You know what? I'm. I was never really angry until people made me angry. Honestly. Jeez. Okay. Mm. All right. That's that's fair. That is very fair. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But what do you see? Like, like, what's your end game with music? I just want to be comfortably successful. Like, I want to be so successful that I can live comfortably. What does that mean to you? What does that mean? Yeah. Because comfortable to me is probably completely different to you. That's true. I want to be able to have everything that I want and not worry about the future. On top of being able to continue to do music like forever (laughs) (laughs) and then when I get older older you know I can always go back to med school but until then I'm a grind on this music okay (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good Um, well thank you for coming all the way out here yeah you know because I be driving driving so (laughs) well you about to go to work no, you know, I was about to go to Top Golf. <laughs> if you know me, I'm a. If I were to make beats, my name would either be Top Golfing or Cutthroat. All right, yeah, have a good day. Thank you for coming out. <laughs> I'm your host, Sensei NK. Thank you all for listening. She has a show coming out April, no, whoa, August 12th. At 7. Um, I'll be on last, though, so... Stay the whole time. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Sensei NK. We out you. All right. Now it's a good sidetrack, but back on your journey. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, sidetrack. Um... So, did I leave off at the car, at the carnival? Alright, so, fast forward, um, I really wasn't ever serious about music till, like, January of this year. (laughs) 
But, um, so I did, like, songs here and there, like, with my dad, because he raps. Like, he's rap forever. And then, um, I used to do songs here and there, and then I did a song. My first ever, like, song that I ever did was, like, I Have a Dream with, like, this dude named Hamza. And then, like, after that, I had a song, like, my first song called 3 a.m. How's it go? How's it go? It's 3 a.m. And I'm thinking about you. You know, that song. So, that song, like, I remember I, I had made it. I wrote it driving. I usually write all my songs driving. Because I drive so fucking much, you know. When you live an hour away, you know, <laughs> you just be hearing the beats over and over and singing over them. So then I had made that song and then I was on the phone with my friend Serge and like he went like totally in my like I have no idea, like nobody even knows where he's at. What what was he doing before? He went to school, then he dropped out and then like I haven't seen him in years. Or talked to him in years. So then I was on the phone with him, and he was with Salam, and I was like, yo, I have this song, like, I don't know if I should drop it, and then they were like, yeah, yeah, drop it, drop it, right, so I dropped it on SoundCloud, and it was like my first ever song, and like, that song had like 10k in like a week, and now it's at like 42k, or like 43k, like, yeah, so that was like, like my first like oh okay like <laughs> i could be good at yeah this. you know yeah. so like just like the fact that my first ever song i dropped had like that much which isn't really that much but like it's a start I, but like at that time i was 17 and like i was still like at you know anoka ramsey in college and shit so i, I was just like damn i could low-key you know probably do music i didn't make another song after that for a long time and then um i got into a, a, a relationship like a year and some like a year ago yeah it was within like a year ago and then like i had went through a really bad breakup and then that's how heartbreak and falsettos came was from that how's that go heartbreak and falsettos is a whole like album <laughs> do your research yeah so that's how that album came and that's when i started was like being serious about music that was in jan like i started recording that in january but then i dropped that in like march is the process long is it long it's like making music um not well for me i really struggle with music to be honest like with me like when I write a song and like the songs you hear, I wrote them fast because like I was feeling music, I was feeling the beat, especially like for me, like it's the beat. Like if I don't feel the beat, I just don't feel anything. So it's kind of really hard sometimes like for me to feel anything. (laughs) (laughs) So like I just be sitting, I'll be sitting in the studio for hours hearing beats and just not hearing shit not feeling like nothing so sometimes it's super hard like right now i haven't made music in like two months like a really good song but actually driving here 
I was low-key cooking up some heat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just a roller coaster. It's honestly such a roller coaster. And at first, I was thinking, like, maybe it's me. Like, maybe I should just quit music. Like, maybe it's just, like, a sign that, you know, I just shouldn't do music. I should just go back to school. But then, you know, I have... Fuck that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but then I have, you know... The people that like support me and you know like be like yo like kp like you can't stop like what like you sound dumb you know it was like the first time i heard you it felt like i heard you on the radio and it was like dang you know like yeah you do you do kind of have that radio type voice yeah yeah <laughs> on certain business days oh, <laughs> but you know i feel like a lot of people don't realize like how much support really like helps on the days where you just feel like shit and like i feel like a lot of people are all in their own heads oh that that leads me to think um a few of my other like friends that does music Mm -hmm. they say it's an easy way to like move away from depression how do you feel about that music yeah no it causes it oh shit how so i wouldn't say it causes it but i would definitely say it doesn't help especially these these suicide rappers you know like i get you know you wanting to talk about you know what you're going through what you've been but if you keep talking about it then you keep you keep having it exist like it's still being talked about so so the ideas keep yeah yeah like I feel like speaking on things, a lot of times it makes you remember it and feel it over and over and over again. You know, I feel like it's just kind of hard because I've dealt with, you know, this since like I was in middle school, you know, like depression, anxiety, shit like that. So like, I feel like it doesn't really help, especially when you can't make shit. It doesn't help at all because then you really feel like shit like damn i suck <laughs> you know so like i don't know i don't say that it i mean it 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 does help for a while but like for a long lasting no i don't think so what are some of the the tribulations you've been through with this music with music yeah or like life in general if you're willing to speak on it if you're willing to talk about it on well, there's just so much bullshit that's happened in my life. Like, I need, like, a category. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, mind blocks. Mind blocks. Have them all the time. It's like I said earlier, you know, it's... I've kind of... It's kind of been really hard for me to feel anything. So, um, I feel like my mind is always blocked. Damn. I'm cool. <laughs> like damn that shit kind of sounded depressing <laughs> slightly but you know what we'll we'll work through this. no but honestly though like i'm i'm like pushing through this because you know i feel like with a lot of artists it happens with everybody unless you are beyonce you know that's different but i feel like with every artist it's like a roller coaster yeah. for sure wait but, do you think their relationships like take away from your energy what do you mean like 
relationships that you've been in, have they been like, do they remove every creativity in your passion for music? No. I'm a lovey-dovey ass person. Like, lovey-dovey to the max. So like, and if the relationship is draining, you shouldn't be in it. Fair. Period. There's no and or buts about it. You should thrive in a relationship. You shouldn't feel weighed down. You shouldn't feel trapped. You know? So, I don't think so. I feel like they should help, especially if you make love songs. Like Tank. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Wait, what time is it? 